0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We have been talking about the, and following the news, the terrible developments, the chaos, the deaths uh, in in Afghanistan. And uh, found out today that one of the interpreters we've been spending time with, uh, Alam Khan, is fortunately, thank God, he's safe. In Kuwait with his family. We were so worried about him. And, uh, and so so what, what now? What, what happens next? We have the Canadian government talking about negotiating with the Taliban to try to get Canadians and Afghanis who supported Canada out of the country negotiating with the Taliban. Somehow, that just does not sound right to me. Major General Jeffrey Schlosser is back with us, United States Army. He was the commanding officer in Afghanistan for the famous 101st Airborne Division. And uh, we spoke with uh, General Schlosser twice about the situation in Afghanistan and his amazing book, Marathon War, Leadership in Combat in Afghanistan. That is one great book. General Schlosser, thank you very much for coming back on the program. And firstly, uh, condolences to you and everyone in the United States military on the loss of 13 members of the U.S. military, several of them just 20 years of age. Terrible situation.
1: Yeah, Roy, uh, thanks for the condolences. You know, uh, as you mentioned before, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, from an American perspective, those servicemen and women uh, were absolutely, you know, central to our heart. But now, this was a broader horrific attack that killed about one hundred and seventy Afghans at the latest on mount, and it kind of showed the brutality that uh, exists in the country right now with this face uh, off between the Taliban and the Islamic uh, state, and I think it portends a pretty dim future for the next several years as well
0: when when we first talked uh, and we've been we've been talking to um, Interpreters in Afghanistan and from Afghanistan and Afghanis for some time on this program, and they are those people have just suffered so much, and and having to deal with the Taliban back again now is horrific for them. But you said to, during our first conversation that one of your concerns was that we this was going to be back to the future. We were going to revisit where we were three uh, pre-9/11. Do you still feel that way? That the potential exists? For terrorism to, or terrorist organizations to take a real foothold in Afghanistan, and for the world to return to pre-9/11 realities.
1: I do, Roy. I wish I was wrong, um, but I, unfortunately, I, I just do not believe I am wrong. I think you can see, just as I just mentioned, you started to see some of this play out. ISIS is, uh, you know, was a relatively new uh, player on the battlefield that was not in that area prior to 9/11. Clearly, al Qaeda was as long as as well as a number of other terrorist groups, uh, the IMU, the Islamic uh, movement of Uzbekistan, et cetera. You're also seeing some of the uh, militia leaders now uh, come back together again and hold out and say, you know, we're not going to put up with this. Right now, they're trying to negotiate a little bit with the Taliban, which I think is really, really challenging to do. You know, I'm not a big believer in the Taliban's. Veracity. I wouldn't believe anything that they said that they were going to do. Uh, Big mistake on part of our American government uh, back two years ago. But anyway, what I'll say is we're seeing the face of this just beginning to come out. And I do believe you'll see al-Qaeda training camps uh, in the near future. And, of course, they are going to be aiming not for the Taliban's government in Afghanistan. They're going to be aiming outside the country, both in Europe as well as uh, North America.
0: You also said that Afghanistan is going to be a failed state and that the Afghan army will not maintain control and the Kabul government will fall. You said that to us in our first conversation, and it did. It happened quickly, far more quickly than many predicted, including President Biden. Was there an issue And your book, uh, General Schlosser, Marathon War, leadership in combat in Afghanistan? Was there a lack of leadership outside combat in Afghanistan in the United States, maybe?
1: Well, there's clearly a lack of leadership. I think, you know, all of us own this. And, I mean, I include myself. I mean, you know, people decry, uh, you know, nation building or getting larger forces in. And, you know, I I am one that actually advised uh, both President Bush and then President Obama that we were not going to win this war anywhere near in the kind of speed that uh, our citizens were going to allow us to do. And and then, therefore, said, well— You know, where you can either add more resources or we're not going to this. This is not going to be one. You know, I was thinking more in the way of a stalemate. I was not thinking of a unilateral withdrawal that would cause all of our allies to pull out. I should have been smarter. But, yeah, you know, this is a failure of leadership in many cases. It's a failure to look in history in time and understand that we are about to just reinsert ourselves back into a environment in which, the threats are going to be significant to our citizens. And I'm not just speaking for America or United States. Excuse me. I'm I'm speaking for all of our allies.
0: You've also said it's all about the children of Afghanistan.
1: Well, you know, it breaks my heart. You know, if you you just think about it... um, you know, our countries all came together, you know, 24 allies came together, and we did so to get rid of Al-Qaeda, and then we had to get rid of the Taliban. In doing so, then we looked around that country, and it was just futile. Uh, In fact, futile was probably an optimistic version of what I think we saw uh, in late 2001. And so we gave uh a whole generation of afghans those that were born then and into the future a whole belief that they could live like human beings so they could be what they wanted to be in life they could have an education if they were a little girl um and you're seeing that now you know many of them are voting with their feet and leaving the country some will not be able to and it's true really tragic to see that happen uh you know the taliban are not going to have a benevolent society. They're not going to be as liberal as they're trying to portray in the uh, Kabul press, or not press, but to as they speak in, uh, to uh, the few remaining media that can actually uh, stay in Kabul. This is going to be really devastating to the children, this next generation um, of Afghans.
0: When you, when you think of uh, young people who have never grown up with the kinds of terrible restrictions on freedom and, and and just the ability to to develop uh, they've never experienced it they're now going to be forced into that life by the taliban it really is really is heartbreaking if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend